The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mental Reps Podcast. Super excited for today. We've got something very near and dear to my heart and to my being on the agenda, on the menu for today's episode, and that is the all or nothing mindset. Oh my goodness, there is this is going to be a jam-packed episode. And I don't mean that to say that I'm going to try to cover a lot. I just mean that the all or nothing mindset in itself, in its entirety, is something that I can, you know, arguably say 95% of people either deal with, have dealt with, or can relate to in some capacity. It's huge. And it's not just in health or fitness. It's not just in your personal development, like this mindset and this spiral that takes place, I believe happens. If it happens somewhere, it happens everywhere. So for those of you listening and diving a little bit deeper into this specific topic with the all or nothing mindset, I want you to think about multiple ways and multiple avenues that this can apply to you. And the biggest piece of this puzzle, which honestly, I think is true of most topics that I talk on is the application, right? Because listening to me talk about the all or nothing mindset, listening to my tips and strategies on how to break this mindset or, you know, what to do, none of it means shit unless you can apply it in real time. That's the biggest piece. Not to look back and be like, oh yeah, there it was. Yep. No, it's in real time to call yourself out, to be self-aware enough to know when this comes up in your own life and what the hell to do about it. So again, like I said, this is near and dear to my heart and my being because I firmly believe that I have lived my life in the all or nothing mindset for quite a while. And, and honestly, it's it's less the all or nothing. It's more just the all or the balance, because that's the other side of things, which we're going to get into a little bit. Um, kind of thinking back on my own journey, my life, my habits, my behaviors, I can't really pick up too many times where I was in the nothing mindset. That's just so out of character for me and and my personality and, and being an Enneagram three, like the nothing side of things is unfamiliar territory to me. And that's a-okay on my end, right? If you ask me, I'm fine not falling into the nothing, the do nothing, screw it, who cares, whatever mindset. That's not me. Where I find myself is the all piece of the puzzle, which we will get into quite a bit today, or the balanced piece of the puzzle. And the balanced side is where we all want to be living and where we all should stay happily ever after. But we know from time to time, and more frequently than many of us would think, we fall into this mindset. And the reason I wanted to touch on this topic specifically for right now is because we are T-minus three days away from Christmas. And Christmas, Thanksgiving, the holidays in general, this time of the year, truthfully from like, I don't even know, the beginning of November, maybe even October on, until January 1st hits, people fall into this mindset hard. And it's almost like they're okay with it. They call it the holidays. And that means in some weird reason that you don't have to give a shit about most things because it's the holidays. And January 1st is right around the corner. We'll start fresh then. We'll do it then. I'll start then. Blah, 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 blah. The reasons, the excuses go on and on. And calling it and writing off a few months of your time as the holidays 
and being okay with allowing yourself not to do anything to make any progress at all because of that, in my opinion, that's pretty stupid, right? Why would you waste weeks, days, months of your life that you will never get back every single year because it's the holidays? Guys, the holidays are like three days, four days, maybe, depending on what you celebrate, of a a good few months of time. So if you can learn, understand, and like I said, apply what I'm going to be talking about today in regards to the all or nothing mindset to your actions for even just these last two weeks of 2021, I guarantee you're going to be heading into January 1st with a whole different mindset than you typically do. You're not going to be looking for that reset button or expecting your whole life to do a 180 because all of a sudden it's a new calendar year. You're going to have two weeks of pretty consistent hard work on the mental side of things, putting in the mental reps so that that situation, that I'll start over conversation doesn't even have to happen. So let's dive right in. The all or nothing mindset. What is it? And by definition, it is, and I'm going to read this as a direct quote. I don't know where I found this online, but a direct quote it is the a cognitive distortion where a negative or twisted thought process occurs. You see things in terms of extremes in black or white. You're either a success or a failure. You're either perfect or a failure. You're either in or you're out. That pretty much sums up what the all or nothing mindset is. And and it says it right in the title, right? It, it looks something like being, you know, doing everything perfectly or you're doing nothing at all. You're going completely off the rails. And for those of us who, and I say us because like I mentioned, I definitely struggle with this as well. Um, for those of us who do fall into this mindset from time to time or all of the time, you, you struggle to find a middle ground and you act according to like a perfectionist mindset. And when you fall short of that perfection, you retreat back to the nothing and kind of fluctuate ebb and flow between the two. And the reason some people might argue like, what's wrong with that, right? On on the all, when you're in the all mindset, everything's great. You're killing it, crushing it. You're doing all the things. What's the problem with that? The problem with that is that you can't sustain that. Sustaining a perfectionist expectation or a perfectionist reality is not going to last anybody very long. And sure, yeah, you probably will reap the positive benefits of such attention to detail, such perfection, but who the hell can maintain that? And when you stop maintaining it, it's a very slippery slope right back into the nothing. And then you're left doing nothing, which then kind of counteracts and kind of counterbalances all of the perfectness that you just underwent for however long that side of things lasted. Right. And this applies, like I said, not just to health and fitness, but your career, your relationships, your whatever you do, you're either going all in and you're like the, you know, epitome of health or you're you can't remember the last time you got to the gym. Right. You're either eating nothing but organically grown fresh produce seven out of seven days a week or you're hitting up McDonald's every other night because you just can't seem to figure it out, right? You're, you're kind of one or the other. So for those people who struggle with this, I'm sure you can think back two times you were in the all and you felt great and you're doing this and oh man, remember remember a few months back, I felt awesome. I was going to the gym every day. I was getting up at like 5 a.m. I, I, I was cooking all my food from home. Like you, you think of all these great things, these great attributes, which are 100% valid and you kind of idolize it. And then you start to try to redo that and maybe you can, but the reason you have to think back to that time and you're not currently doing it is because it wasn't sustainable, right? Going to the gym seven days a week, getting up at 5am, only eating fresh 
organic produce, whatever, for most of the population is not a reality. So you're setting yourself up for failure with this mindset and allowing these patterns and these ways of thinking and behaving to continue. Because again, it's only a matter of time before you ebb and flow between the two, which in my opinion is more frustrating than anything in the world because it leaves you at a pretty big standstill for your results. Because nothing that you do in the all mindset is going to stick. And then when you're in the nothing mindset, that's not going to work for you either, right? You're not doing shit. So What's more frustrating than feeling like you're doing what you need to do and not seeing the results from it? Truthfully, nothing. And when we apply this specifically to health and fitness and say maybe you were in that all mindset for a good few months and you you lost 20 pounds and that was freaking amazing. That was great. But because it wasn't sustainable, you slide the slippery slope back down to the nothing. You're doing nothing. And before you freaking know it, you gain the 20 pounds back. And it's like all that hard work, all that perfectionism that you strived so hard to achieve goes to waste because you couldn't hang on to it because you didn't do it the right way. And we're going to kind of talk into the right way of doing things because honestly, it is different for every single person. But there are definitely some things to do, to avoid, to implement in order to, like I said, call yourself out when you're in either one of these extremes. Because that's exactly what this is. You're you're living your life in extremes. And by no means is that a sustainable or even like a fun and, and great way to live your life because it, who wants to be living either all in or all out? That's not the way to be. So, I mean, in theory, you do want to avoid this way of thinking if we talk specifically on health and fitness because, like I said, it's it's slowing your progress, right? There is a very, very big middle ground between all or nothing, between failure and perfectionism. And that middle ground is where progress lies. That's like where the the key to the door that unlocks the castle of all your health and fitness dreams, it lies in that middle ground, okay? Avoiding this way of thinking um, also because it's self-limiting, right? Like if you are always holding yourself back from trying new things because you want to either be perfect or not do it at all, how are you ever going to know, right? You're never going to be able to be the best at everything. But if you never give yourself that shot, you never try, how are you going to know? How are you going to grow? How are you going to gain that feedback? And that's the biggest piece of this too. You want to avoid the all or nothing mindset because it it restricts feedback in a big way. Right? Like, if you, like I said, if you're only doing things, if you're going to be perfect, you're never going to gain feedback from mistakes. And that feedback is what allows you to pivot to make better decisions, to learn, to grow, to move forward as a person towards whatever your goals are, you need that feedback. So avoiding doing things because you can't be all in is like, you know, not trying out for the swim team because you know you're not as good as Michael Phelps. Like, what the hell? Who, who, why would you expect perfection of yourself when it comes to something that doesn't necessarily need perfection, right? You don't have to be Michael Phelps to make the high school swim team, but you damn well got to try right? You got to get up there and you got to go to tryouts. You got to do your best. You got to, you know, hear what the coach says. You got to make changes. You got to adjust and move forward. You got to gain that feedback and be okay being in that middle ground and making that progress on the grind, doing your thing in order to move forward, right? If you show up for, for tryouts and you are Michael Phelps, you are literally the best. What feedback are you getting? Other than you're amazing. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing, right? Same thing applies in life. If you're only ever doing things that you're the best at, you're only ever going to be stuck right where you are. 
you have to do the hard things and you have to do the things that you're going to fail at and be okay not living your life in the all in order to be able to move forward and to grow and to learn and for health and fitness specifically to be able to keep taking steps forward because setbacks, obstacles, challenges, failures, they're all a necessary piece of the puzzle. They are the freaking puzzle as far as I'm concerned, right? Like you can't say like, you know, X, Y, and Z happened and I would I would have lost 20 pounds by now, but I, I went on that vacation. Like, no, that vacation was part of your life. That didn't pull you away from your 20 pounds. It just was part of your life. We work around it and we keep going. Like it just... I get all worked up with this topic because this makes no sense to me. And the only reason I'm even able to sit here and talk on this is because I struggled with it so, so much. So not to get, you know, too personal into my my health and fitness or my story, but I think the biggest, the biggest time, the biggest memory that I have struggling with this exactly was when I graduated, when I first, first graduated college. Um, and I've talked about this a bunch on here. I was a college gymnast at the University of Maryland, Division One, all in, all the time. And when I graduated, I mean, I didn't fall into the nothing mindset, but I was freaking confused. That's for damn sure. What do I do with all my time? What do I, I don't practice. I don't have coaches. What's, who do I, you know, what's going on? Who am I accountable to? And I took that freedom and flexibility and I went all in like a freaking crazy person. And looking back on that time in my life, it is so crystal clear to me now why that was not sustainable, why I felt burnt out, why I wasn't able to see any of the progress that I wanted to see. It's so clear to me now. But in that moment, I had no idea. I was blind as a bat to what I was doing to my body, to the choices that I was making, to the you know downfall of my own health and fitness, because I was all in. I was stuck so deep in that all mindset that there was nothing that was going to pull me out until I literally hit a wall. And trust me, I did. Um, so for me, that that looked like completely restrictive eating. That looked like, you know, two plus hours of working out every day because that was what I was used to. Practices, lifts, walking across campus, all of that. That in my mind, I was, thought I was just maintaining my normal routine. Little did I know that being on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes, followed by, you know, 45 minutes of treadmill sprints, followed by sitting in the sauna was not getting me to where I needed to be. And that was not equivalent to the workouts that I used to do. I mean, it just, it was a mess, guys. It was, it was bad. And I think this time having to work through it on my own and pull myself out of that all or nothing mindset is why I have, I want to say more of like a broadened lens in regards to identifying this both in my habits, in my patterns, my behaviors, as well as my clients, the women that I work with, the people around me. I can see it a little bit clearer now because I remember so vividly what that looked like for me. And I think identifying the all and knowing when you're doing a little too much is a little bit harder. It's pretty clear when you're doing nothing, right? When you're in the nothing side of things, it's pretty crystal clear. You're not doing shit, right? That's pretty obvious. But to pull yourself out of the the all and to identify where we can scale back in order to aim for sustainability, that's a much harder piece of the puzzle. So again, if you are someone right now who finds yourself saying things like, okay, January 1st, I'm, uh, I'm cutting out all carbs. Hell no. That's the all mindset. If you're someone who's saying January 1st, I'm going to the gym seven days a week. Hell no, that's the all mindset. If you're someone who January 1st, you say you're going to start doing something so completely drastically different than what you are doing now, 
don't even bother. It's not going to last you very long. It's not going to guarantee any kind of results. You're probably going to drive yourself crazy in the process. And oh, before we know it, we're back to doing absolutely nothing. So if you're someone saying, I'm as of January 1st, I'm going to blank, cut out, restrict only this, that, like using those affirmative words, don't. Just save yourself the time and energy right now. Scale it back about twofold and then pick your goals. Set your standards there. And I guarantee you'll have a lot more success with whatever the thing is that you're trying to do. So I'm pretty big on practicality, right? Like If you can listen to what I'm saying, you can learn things and then be able to apply it in a practical sense to your own life and your actions, that's a win on my book. So I'm going to give you guys some practical examples of the all or nothing mindset in regards to maybe what that would look like. So if you're sitting there like, I don't know, like, do I, do I do that? I don't think so. I'm not sure if I, if I struggle with that, that mindset piece of things, maybe some of these examples can kind of help you paint the picture a little bit more so to again, identify it in your own life and your own actions, and then be able to kind of pivot and make those adjustments. So, uh, some examples might look like maybe your, You've been super good on your diet, whatever it is, you're you're sticking to healthy eating, and then all of a sudden you're sitting on the couch with your boo thing, and you had way too many, I don't know, potato chips, Doritos, right? You're sitting on the couch, you're like, I'll just, I've been so good, I'll just have one. And you're like, oh, I already had one, I might as well have a few more. And then you had a few more, and then the next thing you know, like, you're like, oh, screw it, I already had a bunch, I might as well finish the bag. And then you finish the bag, and you sit there like, well, shit. That's the all or nothing mindset. Nothing about having a Dorito, two Doritos, three, four, five, whatever. None of that made a difference until you had that moment, that switch that said, I might as well finish the bag. Why? That's the all or nothing mindset. If you go out to, I don't know, you go to brunch with your girlfriends on Sunday. Maybe that's in the agenda. It's on the plans for this upcoming Sunday. You're going out to brunch and you overdid it right? We all do. We've all been there. You had one too many mimosas. You ordered one too many stacks of pancakes and you're coming out of brunch saying, holy crap, I need to unbutton my pants. Whatever it is, the all or nothing mindset would then be deciding to continue making poor nutrition choices the rest of the day because I already overdid it at brunch, right? Might as well. I already had too many pancakes this morning. I might as well finish it off with, you know, ice cream or this or that. That's the all or nothing mindset. That's when you're saying and you're looking at a situation that truthfully is not good, bad, like there's no, it's a situation, it's in isolation. And what you're doing is you're taking it to the extreme by continuing to do something else because X, Y, and Z already occurred. So if you are someone who's doing that or you find yourself in that mindset, you might struggle with this a little bit. And same thing applies from a workout standpoint. So if you maybe don't have time for your full 60 minute workouts, usually you're there for about an hour, you like to go to the gym, 60 minutes you're in, you're out, you're done. And you know, a Thursday rolls around and you don't have 60 minutes. Oh my gosh, this meeting got bumped up and I got to meet my boss and I'm only gonna have 30 minutes. And you decide to skip the gym entirely. That's the all or nothing mindset right? Instead of just going for the 30 minutes and doing what you could do in that amount of time, you just skip it entirely because I don't have the full 60. Who cares? Go for 30. If you're struggling with that, you might struggle with the all or nothing mindset. Or you maybe missed the gym yesterday. You've been making a commitment, made a pact to yourself. I'm going to go to the gym every day this week, Monday through Friday. I'm grinding. I'm doing it. And something came up yesterday. You didn't go. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I didn't go yesterday. So whatever. I already blew it for the week. I'll start next week. Guys, why would you, why would you not go to the gym the next day because something came up like let that one off thing 
be in isolation and it will truly not make a difference. Okay, like hear me out on that. If you just had a few extra Doritos and you didn't finish the bag, the few Doritos means shit. Even, I mean, even the bag of Doritos means shit, but for our purposes, right? If you went overboard at at one meal, Christmas rolling right around, you go a little crazy at Christmas dinner, instead of saying, oh, I already, I know, I already blew my diet on Christmas. I'll just, I'll start over January 1st. It's like, well, we have, you know, what, five, six days before January 1st rolls around. Why wouldn't you just start the next day, right? December 26th and get right back on track. Instead of letting the all or nothing mindset creep in and making your one poor decision seem like the end of the world because you were expecting perfection, be okay with some monkey wrenches in the plan. Be okay with things not going exactly according to your perfectionist mindset and just keep moving forward. That's the biggest piece of the puzzle. So if we want to talk through kind of maybe how to break this cycle, I like to call it the meet in the middle mindset. So it's not the all, it's not the nothing, it's a meet in the middle. So what I want you guys to do is to think about your thing. Some people it's food, some people it's working out, some people it's whatever comes to mind, your your job, your relationships, you're either all in or you're all out, right? You are either single as a Pringle or you're completely obsessed with your significant other that you forget what anybody else looks like. If this is you, you find yourself in your life living in extremes, I want you to practice the meet in the middle mindset. So what this looks like is deciding what the halfway point is between what you know you should be doing and where you're currently at. This point is now your new standard. So meeting yourself in the middle is a great way to kind of reestablish that it is okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to be all in. And there is still a ton of progress that can be made by completing, you know, maybe 50% of your action plan. And that 50% execution is still significantly better than 0%, that nothing. And it's way more sustainable than 100%. So again, finding that middle ground and reframing your mind to recognize that the 50% action is an action worth taking. Because it's a lot easier continuing to take steps in the right direction when it's a sustainable approach. And then rather than deciding that, you know, 50% isn't good enough, you're okay with doing something even if it's a little bit less right? You're okay with going to the gym, even if it's only 30 minutes. You're okay with having yourself a night for Christmas and getting right back on track. Those things that you we think derail us from our progress, truth be told, aren't going to make a world of a difference even a little bit as long as we find our 50% and we pick right back up on it. Truthfully, you don't have to be all and you certainly don't have to be nothing in order to see progress occur with regardless of of what your goals are, what the situation is, that 50% is enough. And as soon as you convince yourself and you understand that 50% is enough, you'll be way more inclined to be okay with those actions and continue to take them again, rather than stressing yourself out at a hundred and doing absolutely nothing at zero. So again, going back to that practicality, if we look at specific examples, even the same examples I just kind of gave with the previous, you know, conversation, 
let's look at what those 50% examples could be. So going back to the brunch um, situation, right? You go to brunch with your girlfriends, you went ham on all the things, food and drink. You feel like a roly poly coming out of brunch and you just you feel like you overdid it. That nothing would be continuing to eat like crap the rest of the day because you already overdid it. The all doing everything crazy psycho 100% would be making sure that, you know, you only drink kale smoothies and you fast for the rest of the day. Not necessary at all. So the 50%, that 50% meet in the middle action would be simply making sure you fill the rest of your day with whole foods. That's it. Sounds so simple, right? Sounds so like, well, no, I mean, why not just like fast and just make sure that like the brunch doesn't like throw me over? No. Why would we do that? Why would we go 100% all in psycho crazy if we don't need to? Filling the rest of your day after a little bit of a crazy brunch with some good whole foods that are going to fill you up, protein forward, fruits, veggies, that sort of deal, you'll be a lot more inclined to keep moving forward rather than going off the deep end either direction and having to try to pick that back up the next day. Same thing applies with the potato chip example, right? You finished the bag. That was your nothing. You said, ah, screw it. I already already ate this much. I might as well finish it. The all mindset would be to, you know, maybe switch around if you're tracking your food on MyFitnessPal, making sure you switch around all the rest of your food for the rest of the day to make sure that those extra chips that you ate work themselves in and you're still on track 100%. Could you do that? Sure. Or you just maybe log in the extra trips that you ate, knowing you'll be a little over and you just continue on with your day. Again, that 50% is not like a cool action. It's not like the sexy choice of like, oh, I'll just, I'll just fast and eat, drink a kale smoothie. That'll do it. No, just be a normal human being for the remainder of your time and you'll be a-okay. Just eat the chips and move forward right? Get back to your normal routine as quickly as possible. Same thing applies with working out, right? Like going back to that example, you don't have time for the full workout. So you skip the gym entirely. That's the nothing. The all the crazy would be, I don't know, maybe hitting like a two a day workout the next day to make sure you didn't skip the da 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 da. Not totally necessary. If you want to go for it. The 50% meet in the middle action would just be making sure you go and you get to the gym and you get as much done as you can with the time that you have. Or maybe just going out for a walk later on in the day to get some steps and get some movement in, right? That 50% is enough to keep seeing progress without driving you crazy in either direction. Same thing applies with like, oh, you missed the gym yesterday. You want to maybe make it up. You can go crazy or you could just get right back in your swing of things and make sure that the day that you missed was just one day, right? We're never missing twice. You missed one day, we move forward. So in regards to making this like, you know, applying this to you and your actions and your mindset, what I think has helped me is one, being able to identify when I'm going crazy, right? When I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm driving myself nuts, right? When I'm pacing in my room at 1045 at night to make sure I get the rest of my steps in for the day, I now call myself out. I'm like laughing at myself like, okay, okay, you psycho, you're in the all right now, chill out, go to sleep. If you miss your steps for one day, it's not the end of the world. Make sure you hit them tomorrow falling back on that never miss twice mindset as well. And that's it. That's when I can identify I'm going a little crazy. And I told you guys, I never really fall into the nothing mindset. I fall into the all or to the balance. So moving forward, I want to make sure that maybe the next day I plan my day a little bit more so that I don't have to worry about hitting my step goal at 1045 at night, pacing around in my room. It's just kind of part of my day, or I'm just okay with missing it by a few and we'll pick it up the next day. So 
establishing an action plan, like I said, for me, making sure my day is mapped out a little better so that I'm not doing that, but establishing an action plan for your goals that has like minimums and maximums for the day so that you can fall somewhere in the middle. And either way, you're still on track. So essentially what that would look like is, and you want to do this on an individual day basis because we're humans, things come up, life happens. Maybe your boss did schedule in an extra meeting and you're not able to get to the gym. Totally fine. But for that day in particular, you have a minimum and a maximum. The minimum is the 50%, the small thing that you can do that still allows you to see progress moving forward. So you can't get to the gym, but you made sure that you drank all your water that day and you're staying on track with your nutrition. That's your minimum. Your maximum would be making sure you're staying on track with your nutrition and you're going to go out and get a workout in later on after work, even though you weren't planning on it, right? Minimums and maximums. If you do the minimum, you're still on track. If you do the maximum, you're still on track. If you fall somewhere in the middle, you're in that 50%. You're in that gray area. That is where sustainability lives. So the only issue, like the only downfall to this is if you take no action. Acknowledging that no action is not part of the plan for your goals and that there is always something little that can be done to help you moving forward. There's always a minimum. Meet that minimum. Be okay with that. That's the biggest piece. And then move forward. And if you want to take it a step further and you're like me and a little bit crazy and you're not okay just meeting minimums day after day, give yourself the never miss twice. If you hit a minimum on a Monday, don't just do the minimum on a Tuesday. If you hit the minimum on a Thursday, don't just hit the minimum on a Friday. Like Don't let yourself do the bare minimum, the small action every day in a row, right? If you want to hold yourself to a little bit of a higher standard, give yourself the next day and say, okay, today I have to hit my max. I have to hit my water, my steps, and my workout because yesterday I really, really missed out on that workout. So today I'm going to do it better, right? Framing your body, your brain, your mind, everything to work together to understand that those 50% actions do move you forward and that is okay. Those 50% are great. Nowhere else in life is 50% okay, but with this mindset and this way, it allows you to still move forward. You're essentially celebrating the small wins and reminding yourself that they do matter, right? Instead of doing absolutely nothing for the day, find, you know, solace in the fact that you hit your steps. That's great. You were a little bit more active today. That's fantastic. That's way better than doing nothing. Sounds small. But those small actions are necessary for the bigger wins to occur. And the bigger wins aren't going to occur unless we're doing the small things consistently. So one day at a time, one small action at a time, whether it's, I don't know, for Christmas, eating two cupcakes instead of three, celebrate that. That's a big step forward. That's a meet in the middle, right? You didn't say, I'm not going to have any cupcakes. And you also didn't say, I'm going to have 10 cupcakes. You decided to do a little bit better than last time. You met yourself in the middle. And that's the most important piece of learning how to sustainably approach any goal that you have. It's finding your middle ground, what you can do, and more so what you can do consistently. Okay, because progress is so not linear. It is so not linear. It is day to day. It is individual. It is moment to moment. But the all or nothing mindset stops any progress from happening because it doesn't matter if you're in the all, it's only a matter of time before you spiral to the nothing. And if you're sitting in the nothing, well, then you're doing nothing. And there is no progress in either end of that black or white because truthfully, you can't sustain either one. And I think just being able to acknowledge it 
understand when it's occurring and call yourself out in the moment is the most important piece of the puzzle. If I had never called myself out for living my life in the all for months on end, I don't know where I would be right now. I would probably be driving myself absolutely, I would be miserable. I would be miserable in my job, my career, my health and fitness, my body, my energy, everything would just be in the toilet right now. I had to call myself out because again, being who I am, I would have sustained the all until it it knocked me on my ass. Okay. And that's not where any of us need to be. So again, just calling yourself out, finding small things to meet yourself in the middle on and being okay with it. And then taking that step forward, I think is the biggest piece of the puzzle with mastering this mindset. So if this is you and you find yourself living in this or waiting until January 1st to do something drastic, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work. It's not worth your time. And you're much better off finding a small 50% action to stick to for these next two weeks in order to set yourself up for a successful 2022.